to have you with us here today. You know, this afternoon we are going to have a Dream Team Appreciation. It's a time for us to honor and celebrate our volunteers. We call our volunteers team Dream Team. It includes volunteers serving in Sunday service and weekday programs, or also small groups. I remember when I first came to the church, I was a new Christian. And I just wanted to join the team to serve. But back then, we don't have a gateway course like a growth track to help newcomers integrate into the church. So I didn't know where to start. And we used to have a Mandarin service at 2 p.m. every Sunday. So one afternoon, I attended the Mandarin service. I saw Pastor Bob was preaching. And with a Chinese guy standing beside him, Every sentence Bob said, the Chinese guide will translate it into Mandarin. I have never seen a preaching like this before. And I, I, I could feel a, a fire light up in, within me. And I say to God, God, let me do this. Let, let me translate for past Bob. And I will make him sound good. You ask him, Bob, we will say the same thing. <laughs> but here's the problem. They already got two translators, fantastic, on the team. And our English-speaking pastors only preach at the Mandarin service once a month. So I didn't think they, re they really need a third translator. And I was a new Christian. I was new in the church. I didn't know actually everyone was welcome to serve. First Peter 4 verse 10 says, Each of you who use whatever gift you have received to serve others as a faithful steward of God's grace in its various forms. I didn't know it. I didn't know this principle. I even thought it would be so arrogant for me to tell the translation team, hey, I've been at this church for three weeks. I think I can do your job. <laughs> it just didn't sound right. So one day, out of blue, Pastor Zhang, our Chinese pastor, um, Pastor Zhang came to me and asked me, hey, Shane, do you want to do translation for us? What? Really? <laughs> Zhang said, the reason I ask you is because both of our translators will leave New Zealand soon. I said, wow, are they coming back? Well, unfortunately not. Wow, that's great. <laughs> so I said, Pastor Zhang, thank you for the opportunity. Since then, the Chinese translation has reached Next level. <laughs> hey, sorry, one of the translators was uh, Pastor Rosa and John's son-in-law. <clears throat> As a new Christian, that experience told me one thing. God brought me here for a good reason. And he wanted me to become a blessing to this community. God has brought you here for a good reason. And you are a blessing to this community. You know, in the past three months, we did a calculation. Around 200 people have served in different positions 
on our Sunday service or weekday programs or in the small groups. But let me make it clear. If you haven't joined the team, maybe it's not the right season for you or for any personal reason, it's totally fine. We understand. So no pressure. You serve because you want to, not because you have to. So today, as we honor and celebrate our dream team, I believe it's a great opportunity to let everyone know what it should be like as we serve on the team and why it's important for us to take part in serving the community together. So there are three things we need to remember as we serve on the team. The first one is we are family. We are family. We care for one another. Romans 12, 10, the Apostle Paul says, be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. That's how we treat our beloved family members. You know, when you come through the doors, you are not just entering a building, you are entering a home. Just like family, we take care of one another and we want the best for each other. Remember, as we serve together, we are not just here to finish a task. Through serving, we are building a meaningful and strong relationship between each other, which means we go beyond the surface greeting, and we look at how to deepen the connections we have. When I um, was learning English in school back in China, my school teacher, the, the first English, uh, English greeting my school teacher told us was, how do you do, okay? When I came to New Zealand, I found that nobody say, how do you do here? <laughs> My school teacher also told us that, hey, if, if you, you people say to you, how do you do? Your answer, I'm fine, and you? <laughs> Once again, nobody say, I'm fine, and you here. And I, I remember someone in our classroom <laughs> asked, asked the school teacher, um, Mrs. Xu, Mrs. Xu, can we answer something else? Um, for example, I'm not fine if I don't feel good on that day. And my teacher says, no, you can't. <laughs> hey, everyone, listen to me. On your exam, if any one of you put I'm not fine as the answer, I guarantee you will not feel good on the day you receive your result. <laughs> Okay, listen, listen. In English greeting, when people ask you, how do you do, or how are you, they don't necessarily want to know how you truly feel on that day. Okay, just answer, I'm fine, and you will be fine on your exam. But today I want you to know, in this place, when we asked, how are you, we want to know how you truly feel on that day, okay? There's no standard answer to that question. Let's be authentic to each other because we are family. We care for one another and we want the best for you. And I really want to give a big shout out to our Dream Team leaders, Daniel and Diana Bell. 
They are determined. They are determined to build this sense of family among us and create an environment where we can share our joys, challenges, and true feelings. You know, since they took over the Dream Team early this year, the whole atmosphere has changed. You are understanding what I mean if you attend our Dream Team huddle at half past eight every Sunday morning. You know, I have never felt such a strong sense of connection among the team members in the Dream Team. But hey, I'm not here to criticize the previous Dream Team leader, okay? Because that was me. <laughs> I better stay with my Chinese translation. And as pastors or Dream Team leaders, we understand, we understand your busy schedules, your commitments outside the church. You know, my wife, Yvonne, she works in the medical center. Diana Bell, she's a lawyer. So we see the challenges in the workplace every day. And our intention is to help you prioritize your time rather than complicate your lives. So that's why we offer very flexible scheduling options for you. Feel free to say no. Feel free to click decline button when you receive the request to serve from us. And remember to block out all the days you cannot serve on planning center in advance so that you don't even receive the request to serve from us. You are free to make your own choice in this place because we are family. We care for one another and we want the best for you. The second point is we are a team. We are a team. We share the same goal and we play different roles. In a sports team, we all know all the players focus on the common goal, right? Win the game together by playing different positions and roles. So same principle applies uh, to the church volunteer team. 1 Corinthians 12, verses 4 to 6. Paul says, there are different kinds of gifts, but the same spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service by the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them, in every one, it is the same God at work. God is with us, working through his spirit and leading us towards his goal for this church. So as Dream Team, our ultimate goal is to bring people to Jesus. Okay, our ultimate goal for Dream Team is to bring people to Jesus, and we achieve it by playing or taking on different roles in the team. The name Dream Team became popular because of the 1992 United, the United States basketball team in the Barcelona Olympics. And that was the um, basketball team made up of, made up of I would say, the, the best basketball player ever. So since then, Dream Team become popular. You know, I love playing basketball since I was in high school. You know, every teenage boys love basketball gears. Doesn't matter you play or not. The sneakers, the jerseys, the t-shirts. So I spent, I would say, all, <laughs> all of my money buying those things. I remember one afternoon, I was getting myself ready to play the game. And um, I just pulled on my sneakers, okay, jerseys, 
need support. Albert Pat, okay, I feel like a pro. My mom was in the living room. He looked at me. She said, "Wow, son, you really look like the dream team. But how come you play like a nightmare?" <laughs> you know, there is no such thing called encouragement in Asian parenting. I said, "Well, mom, you don't know basketball, okay?" Nightmare. I, I'm a nightmare to the opponent team. In that sense, I play like a nightmare. You know, my my mom, my mom, think I was a poor basketball player because he she watched my game once. In the late 90s, my parents bought their first、um, video camera, so my mom decided to record my game one afternoon. But she walked out the basketball court before the first half finished. Because I didn't score any point. For my mom, if you didn't score points, you are not playing basketball. She felt I was wasting her time and tape, so, so she left. Let me defend myself here, okay? I love basketball. I always wanted to join a team, but I knew I got no talent in this game, zero. Okay, no chance. But the good news is, in team sports, every player plays different role. You don't need to be good at everything, but you need to be good at something. You know, in basketball, everyone wants to be the star, right? Shoot the balls and 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 score points, score the most points. Everyone wants to do that. So I figured out. If I want to be accepted by a team, I need to do the things other players can't do or they don't want to do. For example, rebound, play defense, pass board, create opportunity for other teammates to score. Okay, physically wrestling with other opponent teams. Those things you need someone to do the work if you want to win the game. Right in basketball, we call this kind of player a role player. A role player. Every winning team needs role players, and I'm so happy to be a role player as long as I can join a team and help them win. So you see, every role player is crucial for bringing a trophy to the team. Every role you play is crucial for bringing people to Jesus. Your contribution. No matter how big or small, are always valued and appreciated in this place, because we are a team. We share the same goal, and we play different roles. My final points for you today is: we are more than us. We are more than us. We represent God's kingdom on earth. We represent God's kingdom on earth. Luke seventeen twenty. It says, "Once on being asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God will come, Jesus replied, 'The coming of the kingdom of God is not something that that can be observed. Nor will people say, 'Here it is' or 'There it is,' because the kingdom of God is in your midst. The kingdom of God." Is in your midst. So Jesus says that the kingdom of God has already begun. 
right under your nose. He has brought the kingdom of God to earth. So we are not here building a religious organization. We are here building the kingdom of God on earth. When we come together, we represent something way greater than ourselves. Just as so, uh, every person plays a different role in the team, I believe every church represents different aspects of God's kingdom on earth. A church is too big for one person to run. The kingdom of God is too vast for one church to fully demonstrate. So what aspect of kingdoms of God can we represent? What is the calling for Elim Christian Center in Auckland City? You know, today, just in our congregation, we have people from more than 50, uh, sorry, 45 nations. More than 45 nations sitting in this auditorium. You know, 80% of the connect card we received from first-time visitors in our church are from the people who come from other countries. Do you know, according to city council's statistics, 68% of the city residences will only stay in city no more than five years. So that means every five years, 70, nearly 70% 70 of the residents will be replaced by newcomers. Can you see God's work here? God just keep bringing people from all over the places, different towns in New Zealand, different cities around the world to our community. Psalms 86 verse 9 King David says this, All the nations you have made will come and worship before you, Lord. They will bring glory to your name. 3,000 years ago, King David painted a beautiful picture of God's kingdom on earth. Now we are living in this very picture. David's vision has become our reality. So here's our calling. Here's what God wants us to represent. God has chosen us to share this message to the world. The kingdom of God is for all nations. And our God is the God of all nations. So no matter what role you play, or which ministry team you are involved in, we must carry this message with us at all times. In the last months, um, Bruce and Diane Taylor started a brand new Sunday program called Kiwi Connection. Kiwi Connection is designed for new immigrants to learn Kiwi culture, improve their English speaking, and make new friends. We call it Kiwi Connection instead of free English speaking course. It's because we believe God has more in store for those immigrants. God has more than just teaching them how it's going um, rather than how do you do. More than that. God has opened the door not only for, to, to, uh, for them to New Zealand, but also a door to his kingdom. And because we understand God's will, 
and carried his message in our heart. God has blessed this ministry. 30 people signed up and 10 volunteers joined the team. That's wonderful. We also have a weekday program led by our children's pastor, Jay. It's, it's a play group for preschool kids. We call it Elim Music. You know, most of the families attend this group, um, um, play group are from the countries outside New Zealand, Japan, Russia, or countries in South America. Every week, we have to stack and move most of the chairs in the auditorium in order to create a space for those children from all around the world. Man, that's a hard work. So one day we asked Jay, hey Jay, can we just let those kids play in the power zone room? Okay, so we don't need to stack and move the chairs every week. But Jay said, I want those parents to enter this place and feel, wow, my children can run freely here. So we all shut our mouth, move the chairs. <laughs> Jay understands God's will, and she showed God's love to those families. So God blessed her ministry. Not only is Elin music growing itself, but it has also given birth to a brand new ministry called Stacking and Moving Chairs. <laughs> but this ministry is not voluntary. It's compulsory for every man. Now we have around 30 children with their parents attend eating music regularly every week. This is incredible. What's even more incredible is that some of the families started coming to our Sunday service. So I just want to express my gratitude to those volunteers in both TV Connection and Ealing Music. Thank you for your dedication. Thank you for your heart for the nations. And thank you for representing God's kingdom in the world. Worship team, please come up. This Sunday, in our second service, uh, we will have both Korean and Chinese translation available. So um, Korean people and Chinese people, they can listen to my sermon in their own language through earphones. You know, from the very beginning of my faith journey, I always knew I would become a preacher one day. But God's plans are always go beyond our expectations. I knew I would become a preacher one day, but I could never imagine one day when I preach, I would need someone to translate my sermon into Chinese. <laughs> that, that would never make sense at that time. But now I understand God's plans for me are greater than my plans. God's plans for you are also greater than your plans, my friend. I want to encourage everyone here, no matter you are Kiwis, Polynesians, Africans, Asians, Americans, Europeans. You know, God has brought us here to form a family, build a team, and represent his kingdom in this city. So my friends, cultural difference cannot divide us. Language barriers cannot stop us because we are led 
by the same Spirit. We are saved by the same Lord, and we are chosen by the same God. We are the ones who can tell this world God's kingdom is for all nations, and this God is the God of all nations. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for choosing us. What a privilege that we can come together to serve you, to build your kingdom in this city. My Lord, I just pray for your blessing over everyone here, no matter where we are from, no matter what language we speak. Lord, we come here, we are family. We come here, we are a team. We come here, we represent something bigger than ourselves. Lord, we are the people who represent your kingdom to the world. Thank you, Lord. As we pray, I want to ask some of you here, if you never know Jesus, if you feel you are far from God, I want you to know today you are here because God has chosen you. Today you are here because God wants you to find a family for you. You are here because God knows there is a certain position, certain role only you can play in this team. You are here because you can represent God's kingdom in your world. The Bible also told us that we all have sinned. We all have messed up at some point in life. And our sin separated us from God's grace. But in God's grace, he sent his one and only son, Jesus, come to the world and die for us on the cross. As Jesus died, he took on himself the penalty for our sin so that we can be reconciled to God. And God offers you forgiveness for the past, new life for you now, hope for your future, and eternal life with him in heaven. If that is you, if you feel you are far from God, today I want to encourage you to pray a prayer with me. By praying this prayer, you will receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Welcome to the kingdom, my friend. Are you ready? All you need to do is pray in your heart by following me. I will pray it out loud. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for choosing me. Thank you for your grace. I know I'm a sinner, and I know, Jesus, you died for me. Today, I turn from my old life and turn to you. And I choose from today to follow you and live for you. Please come into my life to be my Lord and my Savior now and forever. I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.